goodness. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Spike Rack Pod. I'm Emily. I'm Savannah. And we are so excited to have you guys back for another episode. Sav, how are you doing? I am great. I want to be in the sunshine and frolic by the pool. That's my plan for today. I'm also reading A Court of Wings and Ruin. So I finished A Court of Mist and Fury, which is the second Akatar book. I stayed up until midnight sobbing on my couch. I have never encountered a love story like the one that I'm reading. I want you to read it so bad. Hashtag make Emily read Akatar. <laughs> but yeah, all I want to do is go to the pool and read and go to the beach and read this weekend. That was like the perfect plan. Right? The best. How are you? I'm good. Sports is in full swing. So we have the hockey playoffs next week. Baseball is back. David has playoffs next week. So very busy with the whole sports world. I finally got the Ravenhood trilogy. <gasps> I'm so, so excited. I will be starting it today. I am a little bit scared, but. Oh my gosh, why are you scared? Well, because everybody said that, like, you're going to become like an emotional wreck. Like, the second book, like, wrecks you. Yeah, the second book destroys your soul. That's confirmed. I can confirm that. And so I'm like worried. And then I just finished reading Den of Vipers last night (laughs) i don't really want to get too much away since we're going to be covering it like on the podcast but what a book but i think that was like that was a good book to read before the ravenhood trilogy dinner vipers episode i'm gonna giggle the whole time like you cannot talk about you cannot talk about reverse harems and not just feel a little uncomfy with the number of dicks. <laughs> so book. many. So many just everywhere. The Ravenhood, I told you this last time, I will say it again. About three quarters of the way into book one of the Ravenhood book is a scene that I have not recovered from I will never recover from I think about it often I think about it fondly it is so good and I cannot wait until you read it I'm so excited I'm gonna start reading it tonight like I said I'm reading these Akatar books and I'm kind of wanting to get into something else so I'm laughing because I'm thinking of reading Harry Potter Wattpad fan fiction. <laughs> I think that, that is something that should be in my future. There is a Wattpad like fan fiction book about Draco and Hermione. And Stop. I'm like, I think this is what I need in my life. I've never read the Harry Potter books, if I'm going to be honest. Oh my gosh, you've never read the Harry Potter books? No, I've just seen the movies. I've never read the books. Oh my gosh, that hurts me. You should read them. They're all on Kindle Unlimited, I'm pretty sure. I know, but they're so big. We'll see. Listen, I put them at the bottom of my TBR. I know that you're not a big fantasy person, but for all of the Akatar fantasy romance readers, I feel like Harry Potter was the gateway drug that got us into fairy, dragon, and vampire porn as adults. <laughs> like, I think that that's what got us here. We started reading Harry Potter, and then maybe we read some Harry Potter fanfic, and then it just, it really spiraled, and now we're reading fantasy, romance, fairy porn. We'll see. I might just add it to my TBR. Like, I know everybody loves it, and I know that there's differences between the books and the movies. So I'm not, that might be like a, like, I know a lot of people watch the movies during like Christmas time. So it might be like a winter activity. Yeah. 
yeah i think harry potter is a christmas movie so i give you that but i think if you're gonna add fantasy to your tbr it should be a court of thorns and roses or zodiac academy or like there are so many good recommendations and now that i've started reading these books people have just like come out of the woodwork with recommendations of if you like this you should read this so I think I'm going to be on this fantasy kick for a while, but I'm going to need something to break it up because I cannot continue at the pace that I'm currently at. With the, with the fantasy books? I that can't, yeah. Rizzle and some mafia. Yeah, that's mm. what I'm thinking. Just like a little mafia, like a little spice mafia added in. Do you have any pop culture things? No, nothing really like happened that much. I'm trying to think about Jack Harlow didn't do anything. <laughs> Weekly Jack Harlow check-in. Has he been doing anything crazy? I will say I did see Reese announced that Where the Crawdads Sing is going to be in theaters in July. I'm um, so excited. I'm so excited for that. But they haven't really released, like, a full trailer, right? They just have, like, the little one. Yeah. So that is, like, definitely going to be a movie that I 100% see in theaters. Same. I might even reread it right before. I love that book. It is so good. That was so good. Seth and I were watching TikTok last night, and a TikTok came up of someone was reading Ice Planet Barbarians. Have you read this? I have not. Okay, do you know what it's about? Mm-mm. Okay, I think we should read it and do an episode about it because it is about big blue dick aliens. <laughs> come to earth and abduct women and have sex with them and Seth was like people are reading this and I was like yes Seth you can buy it in Barnes and Noble like you don't oh even my have goodness to, you don't even have to scour the internet to find it it is readily available at Barnes and Noble I think it's a Target and I think it's at Walmart we have mass produced so big funny. blue dick aliens <laughs> So I think we should add that to our list because I haven't read it, but there's like 27 books in the series. 27? Oh my goodness. And then he made a comment of like, oh, is it Avatar? But like the characters in Avatar were low-key kind of hot. So if that's what it is, I would be into it. Seth could be our, um, the guest appearance on that show. Oh my gosh, we should make Seth read Ice Planet Barbarians. I'm going to hop right to that. Barbarians. They're only like twelve dollars too. Support your local bookstore. Buy Ice Planet Barbarians. There are them. twenty in this series. Yeah. yeah, there's a ton. And it is. I'll send you the TikTok. It is literally about blue dick, a blue big blue dick aliens. Yeah, Ice Planet honeymoon. Ice Planet. Oh yeah, this this is interesting. Does Ice Planet Barbarians go higher on the TBR than Harry Potter? No, I'm still going to put Harry Potter. First. <laughs> All right. Well, you're not feeling spicy enough to read. No, not not at the moment. All right. <laughs> we need to get Emily into reading some fantasy or something that is not like mafia. I want to. I, really I almost I'm said read a, a court of Rose and Thorns. I almost said we need to get Emily reading something that's not straight edge, thinking that like Mafia Smut was just like straight edge, not spicy at all. And I got another um, 
mafia book. It's by Ava Harrison. I've been seeing it everywhere. It's called Broken Rain. I haven't started reading it yet, but it has like a really pretty cover. So I have high hopes. I am so swept up in A Court of Thorns and Roses that I like considered buying merch. <laughs> like that's where I'm at. I've got, I've fell so deeply into this trap. Maybe I need it. Maybe I need to follow and read it. Dude, I think you should. It's so good. It is the best love story I have ever read. And I realize that, like, I don't need to hype it up. It gets enough hype. But I think sometimes, every like, something is so hype up that you don't know if it deserves it. And I would say that this does deserve the hype. It does deserve the hype. We have also super hyped up Mariana Zapata. And I also think that she deserves the hype. So today we are talking about From Lukov with Love. Emily just read Colty and we kind of did a ranking of her books last episode and thought that it was time to talk about the queen of slow burn, Mariana herself. So Mariana Zapata started reading romance novels when she would steal them from her aunt's bookshelf. She is the queen of slow burns that make you want to read all of her books. Her books tend to be full of banter with the man falling first. She writes books that range from sports romances, such as Colty and the Wall of Winnipeg and Me and from Lukov with Love. All Roads Lead Here and Wait For It are two of her other best-selling books as well. Today, we'll, we will be covering From Luke Off With Love, which is a sports romance about figure skating, which I am so excited about. Yeah, Mariana Zapata deserves all the awards. Like, yes. her books just, like, speak for themselves. They're just so, so good. And um, I really like the dedication for this book. She dedicated it to her mom. So it's to my best mm. friend, the best person I know, my mom, the real... Chingona. I hope I pronounced that right. What does Chingona mean? I'm going to Google it. Oh, Spanish slang term meaning badass woman. Oh, that's Hell yeah. I love that. The real Chingona. So getting into this review of Luke Off with Love, I want to give a brief overview of the plot. I love that she dedicated this to her mom and that her mom was a badass because I think that she really probably embodied a lot of her mom in the main character, Jasmine. For starters, this book is what I dreamed of at the age of nine because at nine, I was obsessed with the movie Ice Princess on Disney Channel. And I also loved The Cutting Edge. I was really into figure skating movies at that time in my life. So Jasmine is the hardest working ice skater you've ever known. She commits her life to training and being at the rink all the time, even knowing that the clock is ticking on her time left to compete. She has the most loving family who jokes around with each other a lot. She feels really normal as a main character in a book. She's sassy. She's funny. She's sarcastic. She is not terrifyingly thin, which is so common in figure skaters. Ivan Lukov is beautiful and a god in the figure skating community. When he and his figure skating partner split, he asked Jasmine to be his partner. Since they hate each other, we don't really start off on the right foot. It's not a dazzling start, including him calling her meatball the entire book. However, we see them go from enemies to friends to lovers, even though he's loved her the entire time. Lukov is the most dependable man you could ever ask for. He cares for her when she's broken, literally, from being flown up in the air by him. When she's sick, and ultimately he wants to win, not just for himself, but to make her a champion. I gave this five stars all around. All the slow burn and backstory loving you could ever dream of. 
Something else that I really liked about this book is that we have some severe daddy issues, which hello, that speaks to me, but they don't really get resolved. Like it felt really realistic of her and her dad. Like she tries to make up with him really, and he's not there for it and he leaves her. And so it just felt really realistic, right? Like I like that there's a fairy tale ending in her love because she deserved it and in her figure skating life because she had worked really, really hard for it. But then recognizing that some things you have no control over and you can't control what your parents do. And if you don't have that great relationship with them. And so I loved that we had a fairy tale ending in most things, but not all things. It was realistic and it was really relatable for me. Yeah, I have to agree. So I gave this also a five-star um, rating. It was a perfect slow burn. I think the storyline was just the perfect length. So I know that this is like a book, but I this scenario can very much happen in real life with mm-hmm. ice skating partners. And so um, I just thought that I like how it wasn't super cheesy ending. It was could have been a very realistic story and a very realistic ending. Um, Lukov is the definition of a man. Like, so Jasmine was never able to have pets at her house. But Lukov has so many. And so he brought Jasmine to his house to see all of his pets, just like have her like feel joy. And um, there's a moment where Lukov is literally yelling at Jasmine's dad saying that Jasmine has the ability to perform. Like she would all, he would always stick up to her when it came to her family because her family sometimes would be on her side and sometimes will not be on her side. And he wanted to be her partner for years. We have pining. And one of my favorite quotes that Lukov ever said it goes I love you so much I spend all day with you and it still isn't enough for me he kept going I love you so much if I can't skate with you I don't want to skate with anyone else I love you so fucking much Jasmine that if I broke my ankle during a program I would get up and finish for you to get you what you've always wanted oh and then sweet she had a stalker so she didn't have any social media and that was like a big thing and um he was like why don't you have any social media so she hid the fact that she had like a stalker and he got mad at her for not telling um, him about her stalker. And he goes, you're my business. So this is my business. So five stars for me. He was a little dramatic, but like I ate that shit up. I yeah. ate that shit up for breakfast that he was a little drama queen and I loved everything about it. I do think too, like you, we mentioned a little bit of family stuff and mm-hmm. I think that she, she just felt really real. Like her body felt real. Her family dynamics felt real. She was trying to figure herself out of like, I really am kind of aging out of figure skating. This is all I've ever wanted to do. And this has been my whole life for, you know, like 20 something years, basically at this point. And I don't know what's next. And I think that's so relatable. I mean, I'm 25. Right. And like, I don't really know <laughs> what I'm doing in my life currently. I'm just kind of bebopping around and hoping for the best. And so I feel like that was really relatable too of like you can do everything right you can do all of these things and have a plan but then you get to the end of that plan and you're kind of like all right well I don't really know what I'm doing next so I'm just gonna take make the best of it and kind of take it day by day yeah and I feel like and she was also facing so much like pressure from family the ice skating world everybody to kind of hang up the skates and like this was kind of her skate with Luke Golf was kind of like going to be her last performance almost if things just didn't like work out and so I also can like relate with her just just like the pressure everybody's always trying to give like your opinion and that's what's yeah. happening with Jasmine and there's she just like a lot of quotes like people she was very vocal about it 
but the ice skating world did not want her to be vocal about it. So that's what I really liked about her. She really like stuck up and defended herself throughout the whole book. Moving from the plot into the spice, this book could have been better if they would have banged more. That is in classic Mariana Zapata style. They only have sex once and it is like the second to last chapter. This is a thick book. You are reading a lot of book here to get to this one chapter. It did deliver. It delivered. So I gave it one pepper because they do bang and it is fantastic. But there's enough tension to keep you engaged and keep you going. I, I obviously always want them to have more sex and I wish that they would have. But it was still really good when they you finally get to the end and you see this love story culminate. And then they finally just, they christen the love. Yeah, I have to agree. She really waited until the book was like 95% done <laughs> to, to have them make like any kind of news. So I gave it like one to two um, peppers for me. Like when it finally did happen, they just like realized how much they really do love each other. And like that, like that is like it. Like they are together. Like Malukov even told her that he doesn't like that she smiles a lot to other people because like he doesn't want to share that like smile with anybody. Mm-hmm. And he was like, practice makes perfect. So it's kind of like little stuff like that. But I think it could have, there could have been a lot more. Yes. When they're finally like going to bang, he, she straddles him and he says, I've been dreaming of this ass forever. And I was like, yes, Lukov. Yes, you have. Because you then, know he has been. You know he has been. He's been pining over her for years. And it's like, yes, you've been thinking about this ass for so long. And now you finally have it. I also love when they're finally doing the deed, getting ready to bang, and he is naked in front of her. She thinks to herself, how the hell was it possible for someone to be that damn perfect? Why? What kind of bullshit was this that someone so long and lean had that monster between his legs? I hate you. I whispered to him and Ivan laughed. He laughed and said, you love me. I must say that I am a really big fan of I hate you's. Like mm-hmm. when people say like, I hate you's, it's like, they were like, I love you. So mm-hmm. I was really happy that like this book had it. And um, the nickname Meatball, I, it's just, this book is cute. So it's kind <laughs> of more like. <laughs> I love that he calls her Meatball. I know. And she gets like so upset. She's like, why are you calling me Meatball? And I just really think that there could have been a little bit more. But I think for their storyline that the one or two peppers just worked. Yeah, I agree. And I love that. So the name Meatball originates from when they get paired up and they're going through this intense ass training. The first time they go to do a lift, he like hoists her up and throws her and she lands wrong. And she's like, what the fuck was that, Ivan? And he whispers under his breath at her Meatball. (laughs) That is so funny. It's funny to read about. If someone did that to me, I would simply not survive. I would just simply pass away. No, and there's so many part, like, parts of this book where like Lukov probably just wanted to like strangle Jasmine. Yeah. Like she was 100%. getting on his nerves a good 60% of this book. And she was doing it on purpose, which I'm such a fan of. Like, yes, annoy that man into wanting to quit. Because he would not have been successful if it wasn't for Jasmine. So she is the hero in this story. Yeah. So as you guys so slow burns like spice is just like different because you're you are really just waiting till the 95 percent mark it does and then then you when you hit that 90 you're like yes it's coming like i can't wait 
And one thing I really love, I love Mariana's Apollo books. I really do. I wish we just got one chapter in the male's point of view, just one. Mm -hmm. Because I would like to have loved to see how he felt about some of these scenes and moments. Or maybe just make the epilogue in the male's point of view. But it kind of just gets me sometimes that this is all from the female point of view. Like all her books are single POV. Yeah, dual POV is really undefeated. Like you really can't beat it, I think. Mm -mm. So sad. So we talked about how they're ice skating partners. For one of our first discussion questions, would you date your sports partner? Yes. Yes, because I would romanticize it to a point that I would have to date them. Like I couldn't not date them because I would be romantic the whole time that if I was ice skating with them, I'd be like, if only we fell in love, you know, that would be like my whole outlook on my, on my ice skating partner. Yeah, I have to to agree. Because I, even when you like, I watch, because I watch ice skating all the time with the Olympics, like how do they not fall in love with each other? It's so intimate, so intimate. And I think that even if I go in, like saying, no, no, it's not going to happen. The constant training, the dance, like all that stuff, like inevitably would happen. So yeah. I'm going to go for a yes, because I'm, I know myself, if I even say no, then it happens, but definitely. Yes. I, I'm like sitting here wrapping my brain of a scenario like this, where I wouldn't date them. And I cannot think of a single one. <laughs> like I would always want to date my partner. Cause you're with, you're with them so much. You spend so much time together. You're going through the same struggles. And I think that they get you and relate to you in a way that not a lot of other people would be able to. And that creates just a form of like intimacy and connection that can't be replicated. And they have, they have to have good communication skills and like, you just have to be so in tuned with everything that your partner is doing that I just think that will just build like a perfect relationship. Yeah, and like his literal job is to lift my ass up. Okay, we can do this in more ways than one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I mentioned this earlier. I love an ice skating trope, a movie, a TV show, a book. Do you have a favorite that you have like watched over and over again? So I do really like Ice Princess. I really do. And then um, there's a show on Netflix called Spinning Out. And I don't know if there's any correlation between Mariana and like the show on Netflix, but Spinning Out is exactly this book. Like it is. It is. Like people like wanted the, I don't remember her name, like wanted her to like quit. Like she was struggling and this is kind of like her last race. And then she gets partnered up with a guy who he like owns the ice skating ring. He has all the medals. And then um, their coach is this like sweet like elderly lady and they um she takes the girl under her wings as well and like and they end up falling in love but oh, you have the cool. angst you have the judgmental family so and it's just like a limited like I think there's like eight or nine episodes on Netflix and it's so so good but it's literally this book as a series wow I fucking love ice princess i watched that movie so i had it on dvd i would pop that dvd in every day i had the like mickey tv you know i'm uh-huh. talking about the disney tv yeah i had the pink one and it had purple on it and i loved this movie i watched it on that little disney tv so many times it is so good i think ice princess is one of disney's best movies i would agree why did it not win an award honestly <laughs> You know, I could ask the thing about the kissing booth. 
the like the ice like ice princess like if you look at the cast you have hayden payton air michelle trottenberg like two so good badass actresses like joanne two queens two queens and like it's ice skating it just can't be beat i think that ice skating and gymnastics like movies and Mm-hmm. but I think they're all kind of in the same vein I feel like a lot of times though ice skating the trope is that you end up with your partner and then gymnastics the trope is that you end up with like a coach so there's a little difference there yeah. but I really think that they're so similar so we see it in this book kind of like yeah they start out as like enemies to lovers but then it's like they're kind of like friends and they become friends to lovers so, Sav, which one do you prefer? Enemies to lovers or friends to lovers? I, okay, I do like friends to lovers. I cannot repetitively read friends to lovers because I love enemies to lovers. It is my favorite. Apparently, I have a kink for men being mean to me a little. So, like, I guess that's the thing that's going on. I could read enemies to lovers, the same exact thing happening over and over and over again and still not get bored of it like I love enemies to lovers friends to lovers just isn't as spicy to me there's not that banter there's not that like back and forth and that's what I love so much I love enemies too that's my favorite trope and I like the angst the banter the chase because that's like with friends I think you just get like a different kind of like chase than when you do with like um enemies to lovers and you have the banter and I think there's like always more of a plot when it comes mm. to enemies lovers and it does with friends to lovers but I think it is by far like the most superior trope I agree enemies to lovers is the best something that people have been reading a lot of that I've seen on like TikTok and Instagram just social media in general is second chance romances small town and single dad and I have to say that none of those do it for me really okay so I just finished um a single dad one it's called oh my gosh I'm blanking on the name but pretty much she the dad is single the his wife died of cancer and his daughter who is six writes these letters to like santa saying that like she <gasps> just wants santa to bring her dad like a special like friend da, da, da. and so this girl um really resonates the one that's pretending to be santa with the with birdie the daughter because she also lost her mom when she was young so it turns out that like she goes and like grants these wishes. She starts getting close to the family. She meets the dad and she pretends to be the dog, like the family's dog walker and trainer to like fall in love with this like man. And it was really good. Okay. It's called happily letter after. And it was just like, a really quick, short, like read. I gave it four stars, but as, I really liked Sadie. I really liked the main character. That sounds like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, it is. But I also see, I've been seeing like small town like stuff all over TikTok and I don't know if I can get into that. But yeah, I'm just I don't know that like I think in a small town you have three characters. You have the two main characters and then the town is kind of like the third character. And I don't know that I'm really into that. Like I'm not really a small town kind of gal. I am okay with the third stage breakup in books, but I don't like second chance like they're just too predictable for me yeah I don't like a second chance and they're so popular right now but it's just not it's not really my jam not my thing yeah because the last book for the dreamland billionaire series the last one is like a second chance like romance story and I was just like "Mm, wait what do you mean the last one is out 
No, but that's what the trope is going to be. <gasps> no. Yeah, because he has to, that was like his part of the will, like to be able to get like his um, shareholdings. Mm. I mean, I'll read it because hot Disney owning millionaires is really my speed. <laughs> so I will read it, but I just, I'm not going to flock to like a second chance. It's not something that I would pick up immediately. Now, unless it's like, like a Tessa Bailey or a Colleen Hoover book. Mm-hmm. But then, I don't really know. So yeah, enemies to lovers is the prefer the always the preferred option. Friends always. to lovers, I will handle as well. You just can't beat that trope. So one thing that is really good with the um, slow burn is that we get a lot of good quotes throughout the slow burn. So one of my favorite to me quotes for me was "Love to me was honesty, being real, knowing someone's best and worst." Love was a push that said someone believed in you when you didn't. Like, that's just so sweet. It is sweet. And like we said, like, this book has a lot of sweetness and not a lot of spice, but a lot of sweetness and a lot of love. And so we mentioned that they're talking about, fuck, I don't remember when this is. Oh, towards the end of the book, as they're starting to recognize their feelings for each other, um, Jasmine is just really upset about something. And he says, Lukov says, I'd give you every ribbon, trophy, medal, anything at my house or anything at the LC if it meant something. I'll give you anything you want if you stop crying. <laughs> I love that part in books when the guy like sees like the girl crying. She's like, I would do anything if you could just stop crying. Like, just like please. people be like on command, just like stop it. Like stop. I just I just love that. I love it when my tears can break someone else that's what <laughs> that is the kind of power that I need I was just about to say that, that that's power like that yeah. is the power that you hold exactly like men think they have all this power but I can break you with one little crocodile tear <laughs> unmatched we are thankful for the quotes and we are also thankful for Ivan Lukov so time to put him on the boyfriend pyramid as you know, this is our scientifically backed pyramid example. Um, and it has four tiers. Four is God tier. The bottom tier is just a soft launch on Instagram, not a real height of commitment. And then in the middle, we've got a white picket fence and someone that you thought could have been the one. So I'm curious, Emily, where are you going to put Lukov on the pyramid? So I'm doing in between could have been the one and white picket fence. Yes. Okay. That's exactly where I put him too. Because I feel like with, it could have been the one, if I was with in Jasmine's position, I might not want to have like taken that leap and Mm -hmm. have that relationship with the partner. And they live very different lives. Like, I don't know if I would have put up with everything to like end up with him. I might like wanted to separate personal life and like the career, but also Mm -hmm. things do work out. And like we see in the epilogue, they're married, they have kids. He makes like a very like sweet husband. He sticks up for her, is always with her, um, always supports anything that she wants to do. But he just doesn't make that God tier level for me. I think he's more white picket fence for me because he has a couple of things that I really love in a book boyfriend. The one is that he's fucking obsessed with her. Like I want my book boyfriend to think about me every second of every day and I do think that he does that like this man was obsessed with her and I loved that 
I know because he's important enough. I'm not soft launching him. Yeah, that's because fair. who he is. I'm like he's so like fine. So, but that God tier level, I just just a very few can make that. Yeah, my only God tier so far has been vicious. Let's see, I think I have two. Okay, and here's the thing: I put. I know it was controversial that I put Dean at soft launch, but I think of soft launch as like a fuck buddy almost and I felt like Dean was the perfect person for that assignment they didn't have sex enough in this book I don't know if I would want to be fuck buddies with Lukov because I don't really know I don't know enough I need more I need more research on if that's who I'm gonna choose but I feel like he would be a good husband he's like husband long-term material yeah I think that he is just missing a little bit of like flair (laughs) Like, I think mm-hmm. I might get bored. Okay. So, which is why he, I also, like, which is why he's, as we're talking, I'm thinking of putting him more in the could have been the one category. Okay, this is our first could have been the one, so this is exciting. Because I just feel like I could get bored. Okay. Interesting. So, we have not agreed since Vicious on where we put people on the pyramid. And this is the first time that I put someone higher than you. Yeah, because you love this book. This guy, so don't get me wrong. This was a five-star read for me. But it took me like a hot minute to get into this book. Mm. And but I know, Sav, you were like obsessed with this book. when you. Yeah, finished. no, I loved this book. I loved it so much. I cried. It was a joyous day for me. And I loved Ivan and I loved Jasmine and I loved their parents. I loved everything about it. I have no complaints. So yes, he is a white picket fence man for me. Thank you guys so very much for joining us for another episode of the Spike Rack Pod. We really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and that you guys enjoyed from Luke Off with Love. Please let us know all your thoughts, comments, DM us, email us. And next week we'll be reading Flock. So Flock is the first book of the Ravenhood trilogy and it is on Kindle Unlimited and you can get it on Amazon. It's not sold in stores at Barnes and Noble. I looked everywhere, but Barnes and Noble does not sell this book. So if you want to get the hard copy, Amazon or maybe your local bookstore might have it, but we're really looking forward to discussing this. I'm really looking forward to reading it and talk to you guys next week. Yep. Remember to give us a five-star review, only five stars. If you're going to give us anything less than five stars, thanks, but no thanks. So remember to give us a five-star review wherever you listen to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Pod. Hopefully we will be out of Instagram jail by then. This is day three of four days in Instagram jail. I accidentally got us banned. I'm so sorry. I will do better in the future. But yeah, follow us on Instagram at the Spice Rack Pod. Follow us on TikTok, TikTok at Spice Rack Pod. And if you have book recommendations or anything that you want us to talk about, feel free to DM us and let us know. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. See you next week.